So, I mean, this is another episode of the Char Fruit Podcast. I believe this is the 11th episode or the 12th. Actually, it should be the 12th episode. Um, I'm checking that now. Always check it as I'm in the podcast making the episodes. But this episode is going to be about uh, Fibonacci. And I don't know if I've covered this extensively on the podcast before. If I have, it's slipping my mind. But I wanted to make another episode about this is the 12th episode, but I wanted to make another episode just about um, the importance, in my opinion, of learning Fibonacci and um, my kind of process in that, in, in, in that experience, in that journey of, of what I've dealt with and how I scaled up and, and it really became a Fib trader, whatever you want to call that and, and whatever you want to take from that. So... Fib was something that I was first introduced through harmonics and I first started trading harmonic patterns um, with the understanding that they were these patterns that people would look for and it looked really complex and it took me a long time to understand harmonics and this and that. But one thing that I quickly realized was that these people were using particular points going up or down and then getting a result from that and going okay this is either bullish or bearish and it was very challenging for me to understand that but then i realized there's people who don't even know harmonics that are using these same patterns whether that be through elliott wave or fibonacci and in sidebar to this podcast i should or the podcast topic i should tell you people that use elliott wave harmonics or people who don't use either of those two and just do fib, sometimes they're doing the same processes. Like they're same, they're doing the same thing sometimes. Sometimes. Um, so anyway, fib is something that is very complex. But once you learn it, I guarantee you, it's it's so much worth the effort. It's a way for you to have an objective uh, approach to your trading, which you need. And I truly believe that. Any trader who really wants to be serious about their trading, I truly believe you need to have an objective approach. You need to have the kind of approach where you go, this is what I do when it goes here. This is what I do when it goes there. I don't put my, my opinions are not like what I think is not as important as what my system thinks. My system tells me what to do and how to do it. And that's how I trade. Now, obviously, you might leave leeway for special situations but for the most part you know you know and that takes a lot of years of discipline for you to actually even have that but for the most part you're not doing that you're only going this is my system this is what my system told me to do this is what i'm doing so with fib it's all math i'm not going to go this is not the podcast for me to go deep into the definition of fib and tell you about the sequence and the gold like i'm not telling you all of everything i can tell you but one thing I am telling you is that you can go to Google. You can go to somebody else's podcast or somebody else's stuff and, and, and get referencing. But I'm just trying to tell you more so that um, it's it's a good way to go about it from an objective view. I try to make this podcast more so about um, intermediate traders. Not just so like I'm not trying to cater to the beginners, which I know a lot of people are. And I'm not trying to cater necessarily to the most experienced either but 
I'm trying to hit the middle and I'm not, like I said, I can't, I can't sit here and give you every single, um, bullet point on this stuff, but I, I'm, I'm going to tell you for me, it was the best thing I ever did in my trading. I remember when I first learned Fibonacci, it was the best thing I could have ever have done. I couldn't believe how much it works. I couldn't believe um, how it coincides with everything else as far as the indicators and the patterns. That's why when people tell me they don't use indicators, and that was um, a topic that I wanted to do future from now, indicators. But I'm going to just kind of speak on this briefly. When people tell me they don't use indicators, I go, well, I don't know what you're doing. Because most most traders that I really run into that know what they're doing, they're using either Fibonacci, they're using pivot points, they're using harmonics, or they're using um, Elliott Wave. They're using one of those four. Most traders that know what they're doing are using one of those four, and those are all objective things. Like like thing, and, and Elliott Wave might be the most subjective of the few, because you still have to kind of go in and figure out what you think of the waves and where the, where to measure them at and all this and that. But for the most part, that coincides with Fibonacci too, you know? So there's people that know all these things that can put them all together and trade all of them together. So I would just say for sure, you really want to have that stuff down. You really want to learn it. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to be a technical trader or somebody that charts without knowing, of uh, you know, a good amount of them. I know harmonics, um, I'm probably forgotten the details of them, but that's where I started in harmonics. That was the first thing I ever did as a technical trader. I tried, I tried to learn harmonics. Um, I know Elliott Wave. I don't use it, but I don't need to use it um, down to the details because I'm using it anyway by default by using Fibonacci. Um, same thing with pivot points. Pivot points are just taking the high and the low and the average, right? So, I mean, you get and getting the average up. So, um that coincides with fib also this is all just math so most traders that are in those four categories are all doing the same things <laughs> you know what i mean so like that's why i always tell people if you're going to chart you want to be in one of these spots but this podcast is more so about fibonacci now let's go through the actual fib retracement so you're going to have like a 236 right a 382 you're going to have the five line which is not a fib keep that in mind the five line is not a fib i can't i can't stress that enough the five line the 50 percent retracement is not a fib number don't forget that the 618 which is probably the most important the 786 and then i use the 886 and then obviously down back to the bottom wherever you start that fib at um but then also don't forget about the 886 which is uh um, I think I said about the eight. I think I said that the eight eight six. But um, what I meant is, don't forget about the one four five. The one four five is between the two three six and zero. Now I could be off on my numbers as far as exactly where that fib is, but it works with me. The one four five. If any, if anybody has a better number or more exact math than me, tell me. I think I did the calculations back when I first started trading, and I came to one four five. Um, there is a way you can calculate your fibs, so you can do that. Um, and then when you have the bullish and bearish extension targets, you're going to have the 1272, which is basically the 382 to the 618 of the 1618 extension. So think of, you know, people who understand fib a little bit, think of your fib extension 
where you have the two, three, six through the seven, eight, six, whatever, and then you have the one and the zero to kind of complete those. The extensions that some people use will be a one, six, one, eight, which is exactly one um, extension up to a six, one, eight again. Now the, 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 the three, eight, two to that would be the two, seven, two. So that's what most traders are using to find out when I want to get in and get out and get out at. And I promise you, that's exactly where you see the volume come in and out. Exactly where the 272. Um, so keep that in mind as well. Um, but like I said, I, I, that's more for the advanced flip traders that are kind of already are there. Which I want to make this podcast about too, um, at least this episode. But like I said, I can't stress enough. The point is in this, in, in this episode is I can't stress enough. Fibonacci is very important to learn, you know, and I, I try to coincide that with everything else from pivot points to, you know, like whether, whatever you're learning. But I guarantee you this, whatever, which of those four that I previously mentioned, pivot points, harmonics, Elliott Wave, Fib, whichever you're learning, I guarantee you this, that you're basically learning the same thing. So you might as well learn FIB because FIB covers it all, in my opinion, the best because it's all math. So you want to have an objective approach and you want to have a system that tells you how to trade because you're going to have days when you don't feel your best. You're going to have days when you don't really, you can't really trust yourself to make the right decision. So you're going to need to have a system that will tell you how to do it, not the other way around, right? So, um, there's not much more I have to really go on this with the FIB stuff. Um, but just I'm trying to tell you, like, FIB will help you out with your chart patterns. When you're making your chart patterns, which are very important as well, I uh, highly recommend people learn their chart patterns and, and get good at them. But I don't rely on chart patterns because I have my FIB. But I can also do my chart patterns and then look at where my FIB is, what my FIB is telling me. Keep that in mind. What my fib is telling me, not the other way around. When I, it's not me going, this is what I think. I'm, t I'm telling you what my chart says. You understand the difference? And this is where I can tell who people who really know what they're doing, people who don't know what they're doing. You got people who tell you what what they think, more so what the chart thinks. I'm telling you what the chart thinks, what the math says, and that coincides with the chart patterns. That coincides with the oscillators. That coincides with everything you can see on the, even when news is coming in, you might see like, oh damn, this news coming in next week. And then this chart pattern favors that news and the and everything, the Elliott Wave favors the pattern, the, the Fibonacci favors the pattern, the harmonics favor the pattern, etc. Um, and then you can make your decision based off all of those things. So like that's that's kind of what I think most people who are really into trading from a serious level, from a technical level, are doing. They're using everything combined um, and coming out with a certain result. Um, but Fib will allow you to do that, and I I would never I would highly highly recommend anybody that calls himself a trader, anybody that hops on a chart, anybody that wants to get better in this game. If you don't know Fib. Man, you you're really dropping the ball, you know. And and, I, and when I say when I say learn fib, I don't mean just. There's people who understand like, oh, here's a three eight two and here's a six one eight, and I, I need to watch these points. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like actually basing your whole system around it. Like for example, and I'll probably end the um, podcast around here because I'm like I said, I don't want to go too at length about this, but 
I'll give you the example. When I trade my Fibonacci, the all the fit points matter to me. They all matter. Not just the 382 and the 618, but my whole system is based off all those those levels. So when I hit the 236 and I see bulls bouncing off of that, I know that's a bullish sign. But I'm only looking for it once that bounces up the 236. I want to see it break through the 145 with volume so I can target the 272. But let's say if it actually goes down to the 382 instead, it's still bullish, but it's not as bullish as if it went to the 236. Now let's talk about the five line. I told you the five line is not a fib. I usually expect for the five line to not support price. It may, you know, it might. Um, it's not uncommon for the 382 to break in the five line to hit a fib only for it to go up anyway. But for the most part, when the 382 breaks, the 618 gets hit. And that's something that I've noticed. Now, this is not financial advice. This is not an indication for you to buy or sell anything at any point or follow what I'm telling you. I'm just telling you, like, I, I'm not responsible for whatever you do is the point I'm trying to make. But I'm just telling you that most of the time when I've traded FIB, I've noticed when that 382 breaks, the 618 usually gets hit unless it's like the 382 breaks with a very low volume. Um, and typically when you see this happen and the 382 does break, but the 618 does not get hit, a lot of the times it's just because your fib was placed wrong or you were so you did something wrong in terms of your measurement but even if you didn't do anything wrong um typically it happens because there wasn't enough volume there's always people that know that fib traders will try to break to the 618 if the 382 breaks as well but um as a as a trader you have to be able to know even if that 382 from the exact level breaks it need, there needs to be enough of a bottom from there to, to get to the 618, if that makes sense. So, like, if, if the 382 breaks, I need to be able to understand charting enough and trading enough that there's enough more selling pressure coming in that it's going to push us to the 618. Sometimes the 382 breaks and it immediately snaps back, you know, and people will enter those trades immediately as that 382 breaks and they get, they get you know, they get hit. You have to be able to distinguish the difference and that only comes through time and, and a lot of years and understanding all of these things that i'm talking about that's why i say it's important to not just know fibonacci but also know um know everything you know like i, I don't i don't really subscribe to pivot points and harmonics as much anymore but i do understand Elliott wave i do understand my oscillators and divergence really well which is a whole nother thing but all of these things matter price action in general you know you got a lot of traders that pump their chest out and go yeah i don't i don't use indicators and i'm like okay whatever but like <laughs> learn all this stuff so that when you see it you can understand that this might snap back or this might actually extend to the 618 or the, to the 272 um let's go anyway from so we know about the 618 the 618 is commonly a reversal point um even if it's in the short term short term uh short term excuse me um but not always you know sometimes the 618 will get blown through and go straight to the 786 the 786 sometimes can be just as strong as the 618 you know it's kind of like the 618 may not always get it but the 786 is kind of supporting the 618 and you have to know that as well then you have the 886 as well the 886 is just another iteration um to look for 
but the 886 can sometimes be your best friend as well now but if that 886 breaks there's a big there's a, not i shouldn't say a big gap but there's a sizable gap to get to the downward bear pressure um bear extension 272 from there or the 1618 going down to the bear extension um now that's usually now now that i've gotten to the topic the 145 which is on top near the 236 and the, and the 886 which is on bottom going to the bear extension those for me personally are my goal lines to get to the 272 extensions which is bullish extensions and bearish extensions on your fibonacci those are the marks that i use that if price goes through there with enough volume i use that to extend and target the 272s which you know equals pretty damn good trades pretty damn good targets you know like that's kind of the secret secret uh um pocket for me like where i see like you can really profit um in trading if you understand the 272 and how to get to it through the 145 or the 886 um so that's that's the way i use fib there's not much more to it that's how i use it it's not as simple as maybe as i'm making it sound right now and it believe me it took years and thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of trades and and messing up to realize how i wanted to do it but i would also say this every trader should do it their way do it your way make sure your system is built off the way that you want to do it um but that's just the way i do it this podcast is starting to run long it's getting to 18 minutes so i want to i want to close it up um but like i said on the last podcast chart food is a part of a mini um build of brands that i'm creating around sports finance mental health um not so much mental health but like open ideas i do language learning i do i'm, I'm trying to do coding in some sorts and then also um motivation um just open ideas just a place where you can like educate yourself and think and in philosophy anything you know in that in that realm something just kind of different from just the uh the usual um content that you get and then also gaming um but that's also kind of coinciding with live streaming and i'm probably going to use that platform for all the platforms so if i want to do live streaming for my trading i can go there if i want to do um um the basketball content i can go there and then the parent company above is feed companion which i'm starting to push starting to put out um but i appreciate all the listeners there's listeners in a lot of different countries and if there's anybody that does fib hey shout out to the, the platforms that we have tell me about your experience um and tell me what you think of the podcast the um still growing still really figuring out a lot of stuff um but this was an episode that i really wanted to make on fibonacci i I think i can't stress enough how important it is to learn it and how much it can really change your trading and and i think most people that understand fib even if they just began in it they can probably vouch for it that it's it's pretty damn like good and it, it would change how you see trading even you know so Happy trading as always. Um, obviously, this is not financial advice for you guys. Um, I try to not give financial advice ever. Um, if it, and sometimes I kind of slip up, but I, I always want to make sure that I, I, I explain, you know, you do what you do. This is my experience. Um, 
you know, even if I say the wrong thing, understand that I don't mean for you to actually buy or sell anything at any point. And based off what I say, I want you to actually go in the market and look and see if what I said is true. Base your own conclusion and be responsible for your own decisions. So happy trading. This is the uh, 12th episode of the Chart Food Podcast. Uh, why Fibonacci is important. So have a good day.